my friend Norman Seabrook. Good morning, Norman. Good morning, brother. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I know this is uh, a day you wanted to be a part of. You remain very, very, very proud, as you should, of your police career. So uh, this is an obligatory lame question that I'm going to ask every guest today. What does back the blue mean to you? Oh, that rhymes. Back the blue means to me that we have to support the men and women that don the uniform, that run into harm's way to protect us. And we need that much more credit from those that we continue to protect as opposed to those that continue to isolate an incident here or there and paint us all with the same brush. Correction officers especially do a hell of a job, whether it be in New York City, whether it be deputy sheriffs that are correction officers out in Long Island and in different places, Onondaga County, men and women that do this job that, you know, people don't get to see or understand when, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, we need law enforcement, but that's just the way that it really is. And the bottom line to it is that they don't receive that support, not only from um, the public some, sometimes, uh, but from their um, supervisors as well, uh, upper management as well. Um, and, it, and it seems to be a, a problem in, in the communities, whether it be in the confines of a jail where a correction officer goes in and they, they have on that blue uniform. That blue uniform is like the red flag to a bull. As soon as they see it, they don't know whether the, the, the matador is trying to hurt them or just walking and all of a sudden they just want to attack that uniform, and the uniform becomes a target. And it's unfortunate, Sid. It really is when officers get urine and feces thrown in their mouths every every other day. Something happens to that effect. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you have someone that's uh, infected with all kind of communicable diseases that are subjecting you as an individual to these different uh, elements of disease, and then you have to go home to your family after trying to clean up in a, in a locker room or a shower area that, you know, you have, and, and, and that creates so much stress on this man or this woman, and then they go home, or, or some of them, unfortunately, end up in bars for a certain amount of hours. They have no sense, they have no way of releasing their stress because nobody's communicating with them. They're the enemy. They're the enemy. But then in some communities, um, People that wear the uniform are treated differently because, you know, they, they, they communicate with the public. They communicate with individuals. And it, it's just like, you know, when, when, when the children were, were, were massacred uh, at that school, you know, nobody, you know, really screamed and yelled to the point that they scream and yell when, when something goes wrong. When, when that gunman went in and, and shot up that gay club, nobody really says, hey, thank you, officer, for, for what you did. So I think that the public needs to just give us just that much more credit for what we do. Yes, there are some cowboys out there, cowgirls out there, but you got to protect each other at the same time because don't leave your pension at the door. You understand? <laughs> yeah. home with you. I get you it. Know? Yep, Norman Seabrook here on this Ramsey Mazda back to blue. You know, Norm. I can get two people in the room right now to get about uh, their, their political affiliation. Two people in the room right now who are somewhat familiar with the conditions at Rikers Island. And I can go, hey, Jimmy, what's up at Rikers? Oh, Sid, it's a mess. They uh, beat up these officers every day. The inmates, they have fights every day. There are stabbings every day. It's dilapidated. It's a mess. Hey, Brian, 
Sid, I got to tell you, these guys have done an amazing job. I mean, I don't know what these guys are talking about, but th- this place is running as smooth as can be, and Molina's doing a great job. And you laugh because you know this is true. So Norman Seabrook, as the man, again, in charge of thousands of these folks for 21 years, what's the real deal on Rikers Island? The real deal is that it's just a matter of time before it gets so out of control that there you can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's 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 just about there right now, and I think that you know, and it's it's really sad. It really is sad because it shouldn't be like this. Ninety five percent of the inmates in the prison system don't want those badass guys around them. They want them isolated. They want them put someplace else. But then you have the individuals that continue to. It's like a supervisor that goes and says, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. That's not the person that the inmate or the, the, the perp on the street should be talking to. We need to have more communication with the officer that's working that place, that time, with that person. And and those are the things that are going to make it better. When you have people that just want to shuffle papers around and give you numbers that make themselves look good, I think it's BS. At the end of the day, when you really look at the bottom line to what it is, Rikers is out of control. Things are happening now, right now as we speak, right now probably, all right, where someone is being disruptive and they have to be restrained. And next thing you know, they're afraid to restrain them because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get involved. You have to get involved. Sometimes you have to have a hands-on approach. Not everybody deserves a job that is particularly that type of job. And I'm hopeful that the city of New York continues to do what it is that they're supposed to do. And I'm so grateful to Mr. Castamatidis and his wife for putting this program together every year, making the public aware of just what we do. Just say thank you, man. It doesn't hurt to give a smile and say, hey, I appreciate you. Don't worry about what someone else says to you when they say, well, why are you telling that cop or or that correction officer that they did a good job? Because they did a good job. They saved a child's life. They jump-started somebody's heart. They did mouth-to-mouth on a person that they don't even know whether or not they're going to get sick from that person. They go out here every day. Look at the kid the other day that talked this guy off the ledge. He talked him off the ledge and then he broke down. He didn't break down because he was happy about, you know, um, um, saving a person's life. He broke down because he said he's been there. That's scary, man. That's scary when you have to go home with that type of stress and you have to go home with that type of anxiety and expect to be able to function properly with your family. You go into a, an area and you've got to pull out your 9 millimeter and you've got to fire shots and you don't know what the hell is going on. You go into a housing area in, in the city's jail system and you've got to go run, run into an, an area that has a, a riot going on. There's smoke. There's fire. The lights are out. There's water on the floor, soapy water. Everybody's wrapped up with towels around their heads and, and, and bandaged up, ready to fight you when you come through the door. They have weapons. You don't have that type of yep. weapon. Yep. You know, it's crazy, Sid, but I love you guys for what you're doing, man. I really do. Well, and I back the blue. Yes, you do, and uh, we love you, too. You're a class act. You were great with the DOC all those years, and I'm glad that uh, you're here and, and with me every couple of weeks doing a terrific job. So, Thank you for uh, for all you do, Norman Seabrook, and uh, way to lead off. Like Derek Thank Jeter, you, great leadoff hitter this morning. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Have God a bless you. Day. You got it. There he is, Norman Seabrook, who once again, for the better part of 21 years, was the voice 
of all these correction officers and all that DOC work from 1996 right through 2016, 95 through 2016, Norman Seabrook. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.